Jackson in the bind. Back out Bryant. Shot clock at seven. Bryant leads, falling away. Puts it in. And the Lakers take a one-point lead with 7.3 remaining. Yo, what a do, podcast crew? It's your boy Tone and your boy Jod, and welcome back to another episode of Kobe Talk. Yo, welcome back everybody to another episode of Kobe Talk. We're in episode 9 of this thing, uh, still going strong, and uh, yeah, what's happening Tone? You know, not doing much, focusing on schoolwork. For the most most part, past few weeks, starting all my classes up, so been kind of busy. How about you? Uh, <laughs> this week I've been extremely busy. Um, <laughs> With what? Well, first off, I just have like a a bunch of different assignments due this week. A bunch of different a bunch of different tests coming up. Shit kind of sucks. And I'm also trying to apply for this writing position. It's like a sports article blog type writing. Ooh. So yeah, I've had to do like, uh, just like samples of like sports articles just to see like how I am. And I've gotten some peer reviews from my brother and my, my, my dad and they, they think it's pretty good, so. Yeah, I feel pretty yeah. confident that I get this, and I don't know, it'd be, it'd be pretty nice to have it on a, on a portfolio, so, yeah. It would be, yeah, yeah, of course. Alright, um, first, first off, all I want to say right now is, if you guys do not know what the Sports Meet app is, um, the creators of it reached out to us, and they shouted us out on their Instagram, and I got into conversations with them. It's a, it's a really cool app where um, you post takes of things about sports and people can reply in video. I would like to, I, I compare it to something along the lines of like, if Reddit was in a TikTok format, um, it's really cool. You can catch us there, kobe.talk. Um, I think we'll start posting some of our takes soon there and start um, reaching out to the people on that platform. Alright. Shout out to them. <laughs> yeah. Cool guys. Um, cool guys. Cool All guys. Right. Um, we finally get into the the business side of things. Hopefully soon. <laughs> With uh, Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but besides basketball, I know we've only talked basketball, but I think um we gotta talk about uh uh Big Daddy Tom pulling off his seventh win Ooh-wee. in the Super Bowl. Ooh-wee. Man. That is damn impressive. <laughs> Seven. That's more than any organization has. And the other, other two organizations that have six, six of them were with him, and the other one is the Steelers. So... I, I mean... He's imagine, the solidified goat. Imagine he, saying a, a single player has is a, is a better winner than a, an entire organization ever will be or ever has so far. He's the solidified goat. No questions asked. They're, 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 <laughs> no, it like try to bring up anyone else. Like 
Is there anyone else even in the conversation? Who who even has like, the second most amount of rings? Joe Montana is four. Oh jeez, that's a and that's a wide, I think t- Terry Bradshaw has four. Terry Bradshaw has four. Back in the that's still a wide Steelers mark, days, though. but yes, he almost has them doubled. And that Buccaneers team, if they stay intact. I mean, it's it's scary. Do hours. they go back to back? It's scary hours. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, Patrick Mahomes, that I, you c- you can't blame the guy. I I no, you can't. Honestly, that win was on a very, and I'll give it to Brady. He tore apart the defense, but that defense was very suspect early on in the game with. All the flags thrown, all the penalties. I think they gave up like 84 yards in the first quarter. Like you can't do that in the Super Bowl. Like, was it just me or is like, were the refs like calling way more flags than like a regular Super Bowl would be? Um, I, I would say they were calling play, more than like a, a normal flag, game. Like play. I I think more than a normal game, but I think a lot of the times in the Super Bowl, players understand. I could be wrong on this, but they get three extra refs for the super or for the playoffs, and so like in the regular season, you can get away with things like refs won't see things, but come playoff time, there's more eyes to see you. That is very true. I never really thought about that. I remember that was a big problem with um, my high school basketball team when we got into the playoffs. We got called for, I think it was our first game. And normally there's two refs, and in the playoffs we had three. We were called for two illegal screens in like the first five minutes. Were they illegal? No, because we set a lot of off-ball screens in our offense. So, okay. With a third pair of eyes, that third guy is watching off the ball. That's all he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. But so I think this is this is what I found out about this um from the super bowl well tom brady's the go i think most people said he was before the game but this just me included but that just, just this makes him a, a solidified no that just added frosting to the cake yeah <laughs> um the chiefs didn't even get a touchdown off <laughs> nope nope but i'm gonna be and honest I'm not the even... bucks defense the Bucks defensive line, nuts. Well, the Chiefs nuts. O-line well, they, just wasn't there. <laughs> they also sucked. But that Bucks defensive line, to pressure, Are I they, think he got pressured 29 times, and he ran almost a total of 500 yards evading. Are they, like, are the Bucks defense, like, usually... That'll the be. defensive line was always ranked up there. I think their secondary wasn't the best, but that's what that's what the plan was going in. They were like, "We got to pressure him so Tyreek Hill can't get up the field." I mean, and it, and it, it worked perfection. It did. It worked so well that uh, Tyreek Hill got the peace sign thrown back at him. Oh my god! Disrespect <laughs> on that. I mean, jeez. Oh my god. When it was the unsportsmanlike conduct, I was like, "You can't even be mad." Worth it, <laughs> completely worth it. Like, 
Like, Kansas City can't even be mad. No. But honestly, after watching that whole game, I think I'm still going to say it. Patrick Mahomes is the most skilled quarterback in the game. Yeah, I was surprised, like, how he was still able to get some of those passes off. Like, halfway on the ground. Halfway on the ground. You could see him limping. And he was still <laughs> evading. Getting out of the way. Oh, my God. Just His voice, though, his voice is just raspy as hell. I've actually never heard him speak, which is weird. I heard I, I saw an interview with him after the game. It was just I just couldn't listen to it. I remember I think I was like 12, 13, 14 at the time and I was just like I was watching basketball before that but I was like really getting into it. Mm-hmm. And I was watching like interviews and stuff. The first time I heard Tim Duncan's voice, I didn't believe it. <laughs> what did you expect? To be like I don't he sounds like a like the kid that sits in the back of the classroom and like is really polite to everyone and no one hates him but like i don't know he that's, just sounds so that's kind of what he is i i know but he just sounds so innocent and so like his voice isn't very deep like he's 610 this big dude and he pulls that out like i don't know i don't know yeah, well can we talk about the halftime show real quick because I've heard a lot of different opinions. I've heard a lot it. of hate about it, and I'm just not really sure why. I thought um, it was it was one of the greatest performances we've seen in a while. What he did, his... Because I'm pretty sure he choreographed most of it. Yeah. And what, like, with that whole scene running through the tunnel that people keep making fun of him, like, he was choreographing a Super Bowl to perform in front of no one. What was he gonna do? It normal? No. He had yeah. to spice it up somehow to make it look like he's presenting to the the viewer. And that's what he did. He presented to the viewers at home. So I think he actually did a fantastic job. And the weekend's just great music artist and in my opinion it's it might be it's top three Super Bowl half times that I've seen in my life. I have opinion. to agree with that. As far as as, I, as as I've seen, it's definitely up there. I think the only one that I think tops it, in my opinion, that I've seen, the Black Eyed Peas. That one was fantastic. Was that, that one was awesome. Twenty twelve. I think it was sometime around there. That was my bedtime timer. <laughs> well. <laughs> You gotta get off this, guys. Uh, have, a, have a good rest of your week. Yeah, have a good 11-minute podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would give a lot of props to The weekend because... And I, 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 I saw the most... thing. It was with his red jacket that he's been wearing it like on and off. He wore it in his album cover. He wore it in the music video. He did all this stuff with like the, the fake... Like classic surgery and then he brought and everyone knew, had no idea what he was doing with all of this and he brought everything together wait for that yeah because my initial thinking when i when i was watching the super bowl was or the halftime show was i thought like he did all the plastic surgery like for this show yeah there was i think i think the 
thing he was trying to get off is like um it was something with he's surrounded by himself and had something I think it had something to do with like a like mental illness like you're surrounded by yourself like heavy anxiety and at the end of the performance they all drop and he was like I made it I can be me this is me I'm the real me what he meant i'm pretty i saw something about that on instagram I'm, he hasn't came out publicly and said anything but that's what people are saying that actually is like kind of crazy to think about yeah putting that all together half because it's so creative half because it's like you can like if that's what it was about you know it was like a pretty dark time of his life and he made this whole performance had to think about it constantly to make this performance so it's like imagine you break out of the darkest part of your life and you want to make a show about it and you got to think about it day in and day out and stay out of the <laughs> the hole that you were in before that's kind of crazy yeah shout out to the weekend man yeah i i was uh i was going through like apple music looking through browsing and like his album got back up to the top charts so i was like you know what i'll give it another listen because i never really never been a huge fan of his but like his bangers are bangers no cap so i was just listening through the album <laughs> and I had, I had a pretty long walk across campus so i got through like half the album and i was like damn this thing is art actual which, art which album was it I think the name is After Hours. His his newest one. Was it with the uh, blinding lights? That one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I haven't listened through that whole thing, but I probably should honestly. Yeah. Remember that? Um, was it the Hills like remix that we used to listen to in middle school? Often. <laughs> oh, often. Often. Oh, often. You're allowed to be <laughs> It's, it's kind of weird though, because that song, like, the remix was, like, better than the original, in my opinion. Yes, man. Honestly, I'll give The Weeknd comeback of the year of 2020, because um, My Dear Melancholy, what didn't hit? Hmm? <laughs> that was his album before. Like, like see, no one even knows what it is. It, it, it seems like only a mixtape and only has six songs, but, like, everyone knows Starboy. And everyone knows his new album. And that middle one just... No one knows. Well, I guess... It just didn't hit the same. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... I'll never forget Madden 16. Can't feel my face. Playing in the background. Can't feel my face, man. I'm with you. Oh my god. Greatest Madden of all time. Because of that... Okay. You said that was that was Madden 16, right? Yeah. You gotta attribute to them to um, me finding NF also. It's one of my favorite rappers in the game. And what's, what song? Intro. Was that? Intro. Remember the one that had like the long build up and then he just. Oh bit? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking to come in and get it. <laughs> I don't even remember how it goes. This is his first album. Some people say Madden 16 was like the worst Madden of 
all time. I don't get how. Like, I don't get how either. I think it was just because of the first year. Like, you can do, like, the... You can choose how you catch it. Like, aggressive. Yeah, I think... Uh, or the I, I think... I can somewhat understand it. If you're, like, um... If you're, like, a pro player. And... Like, you're playing against some kid that's trash. And they can just throw it up and... Pull off some of those catches. Like... I can get where they're coming from, but like, if you're a casual, you should have no problem with that. You should love it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're like the most casual Madden players. So. Yeah, I think Madden 16 was my most played Madden. Yeah, it was mine too. It was just so fun. Like, yeah, you had the big plays against you that kind of pissed you off, but guess what? You got the big plays too, so it was like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, I think like the recent Maddens, like... It's like way more like animation based than like back then. Like pressing like the for like the aggressive catch, it's like just an animation now. Like there's no skill in it. It's oh like yeah, isn't it just that like weird like jumping two hand grab? Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous, especially if a high catch rating. Like yeah, that's like I don't. The new Maddens just don't feel right. Like yeah, they don't hit. Like. You'll be playing, and... <laughs> like, I remember back in Madden 15, 16, even going back to, like, 20, like Madden 25, um, like, if you had a fast player, that was huge, because they could just run so fast. And then once Madden 17 came out, like, Madden 17 is when I knew it was going downhill, because I remember I had an ultimate team, and I was like, oh, my players are kind of slow, but then I was like, I guess it's just because it's a new game and I had all the good players in 16. I guess I'll just build up to it. Mm -hmm. So I played for a little amount of time. So then I was like, I just kind of want to test this out. So I bought like a, one of those players that's like a 75 overall, but has like 98 speed. Like, uh, what's his name? Arch, Archie? Andre Archer. Archer. Yeah, like one of those type of players. Oh, and I ran it with him and I hit a gap with a 96, 97 speed. And I'm looking at the guy like, I could run faster than this. Like, how? there's nothing about this game that's fun. Like, you run two miles an hour. Like, oh my god. Yeah, once I heard Deegan stop playing Madden, I knew it was over. That's true. <laughs> what, Madden 20 wasn't terrible. I liked Madden 20. But... I don't, I don't remember playing 20 that much. I played 19 more, I think. 19 was solid. 19 had 19 was solid. I think 17 and 18 kind of were like, eh. and then 19, 20 were okay. 21 is just actual dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> the sports <laughs> games this year are just actual dog shit. Like FIFA's the best sports game this year, and I don't even play FIFA. I've been like grinding my ass off on FIFA this year. Like, I want to, and I want like. And people are saying like FIFA this year is like the worst it's ever been. <laughs> Like in the past couple FIFAs. Like, can, can we get a good sport? Like, if this doesn't get followed up with the greatest year of sports games, I swear to God, I'm just not getting the new Xbox. Like, yeah, a lot of people in the 2K, 2K community have been saying, like, if 2K22 is a flop, they're just done. Dude, just I, playing um, 21 and 22 as, like, the only online games. Nah. Yeah, a lot of the YouTubers I've seen are going back to 2K20. Yeah, I know. Which is three years of the same weird. park. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> that part. I guess that like, part is iconic. <laughs> if you it really look at it, it's like I feel like no one ever really appreciates the 2K until the next one comes out. But like, Besides I don't think anyone. Yeah, no, that game just sucked. You just fly out. It's trash. I never played 14 on next gen, so like I I'm I can't even talk about that. But at least my jump from 2K13 through 2K17, those games were just all solid. No cap. For their own reasons. No. Cap. Like, like 13 had that my team that like was actual like ratings, and they could like change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that and the my career was just like unique. fun because. That was one of the last years that you could make like a legitimate like superstar. Like he could dunk, he could shoot, he could pass, he could rebound. Um. Hey, what year is this? This is thirteen. Okay, yeah, thirteen. And then like I didn't play fourteen next gen or current gen. So, but then fifteen just. Fifteen, you do everything. Fifteen, you could do most things. Yeah, I just there's always like one thing that you were like kind of lacking but like that was okay like i remember my point guard was like kind of lacking in shooting but like he could still shoot competitively um rip 16 for for me because i've heard a lot time. of people say that's the greatest 2k of all time and ronnie go fuck yourself <laughs> you i get a player, player i make a sharp shooting pointing or shooting it. guard and i'm like I'm having a lot of fun on this game, but I'm not buying VC because, I don't know, 15 at the time? I don't have a job. I don't have money for VC. <laughs> so I'm grinding my dick off. I get to, like, a 91 overall, and I'm like, you're like, hey, want to hop on park? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to hop on park. Hop on 16. Files corrupted. Lost him. Great game, Ronnie. Great game. Yep. Please go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then I <laughs> I kind of played the second guy Got into like a 76 overall Who could just pull from half court in the park For absolutely no reason No reason And He was goaded Never forget the clipper shirts Clipper shirt with the bull shorts Iconic You guys should have seen it man Yeah It was And then 17 17 had a little bit of everything And it always felt competitive Wait, like so you could build. What are your what? thoughts on seventeen? Is it my a career game? was great. Okay. I love my career. So the my career was low key. I th that was one of my favorite years. That was the last year you can play on rookie in my career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what are your thoughts like on the park, the online? <laughs> I don't even it was kind of trash. It was the same park. <laughs> But I liked it. I think 17 is the most overrated 2K of all time. It honestly, it's in my top three. I'm not. Even, I'm not gonna lie. It might it's, be three. It's actually like, no. Might be four. If four. It, if I, I had put a, 17 fourth. If I had to rank it, like on an F to like a S, I mean like goat status. It's probably like a C, like a C minus for me. I'd give it a B. Nah. I'd give it a B. 17? It was the first year of archetypes. Meaning, 
you're 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 limited into the amount of things that your guy is able to be good at. Yeah, but you remember that my playmaker. Stupid. For some reason, it could do everything. So well, I had fun. Well, playmakers in every uh, 2K since then have been able to like do a little bit of everything. But that player literally played like a, a sharp shooting slasher, but with good defense and passing. <laughs> but like that was the first year you were like limited to like what you can do. It was also the first year that, a lot of people forget this. The first year that they brought stamina into the park. That was really? terrible. Yeah. Like every t- every two every park before 17 there was no stamina. There's a limited stamina. Oh, I remember that in 15 because I remember I would just sprint back and forth. Yeah. Nothing would happen. Yeah. That's, those are those are the, the best parks is when they had no stamina. So there was just high, fast-paced action, and people just dribble All right, so let's go through. When, when did you start playing 2K? Oh. Um, maybe, like, 2002K specifically? Yeah, like a 2K specifically. We're going to go through each year, and you're going to give it a grade. Um, <laughs> either 2008 or 9. But the first 2K I played was 2K8. All right, 2K8. A through F, and S is goaded. Um, You're limited to two S's. I'm going to put it... Well, since it's like the first 2K, I'm going to be like a little bit biased. I'll probably put it mm-hmm. at a B. Like the right. bottom of the B tier. 2K9? Never played 2K9. 2K10? 2K10, I bought in 2018. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to grade that game. <laughs> Okay. Uh, eleven. I know you 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 you'd speak about uh eleven very highly. Eleven is the greatest K of all time. So that's S tier. No debate. S tier. Top of the S. Uh, no cap. I you didn't play, play twelve. I didn't right? play twelve, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, thirteen. I mean, at first. I love 13 when it was out, but now like looking back at it, I'll probably put it at the B tier. I want to put it A, but I'll probably put it at B. I feel like a lot of re- a lot of the reason that people put it A tier is because they they remember back and they just remember the such like such a good soundtrack where it's like you only remember the good memories. I think the soundtrack alone just brings up an entire grade. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 2K14. I didn't have. Did you? Uh, have, yeah. Never had current gen or next gen. I never had current gen. So, so it was pretty similar to 13. So I'll probably put it at B. Again. 15. 15S. Stop. You give that S. Stop playing S tier. No calf. Well, you're limited to two S's. So are you? No, like, I'm not. Who's I told that? you you're limited to two S's. No, you did. Beginning. Yes, I did. I told you limited to two S's. <laughs> Why? Because if everyone's an S, then they're average, and it, like the S has to be the best of the best. So I said you're limited well, to two S's. Come, make a three. Fine, three. So you can give sixteen an S. All right, sixteen's also an S. <laughs> um. Yeah, there, no, no questions asked. Sixteen's the best two K on on current gen right now. 17 i'm putting out a c 
What do you got to see? 18. F. F. Let's move on. 19. I'll put it at an A. I had a feeling you were going to say that. I feel like most people wouldn't put it at an A. That was a pretty good... It was oh, a pretty good another game that okay. Ronnie fucked me. What's up with him fucking me over? Oh, yeah, he did. I had a two, I had two of the I had a playmaking games. shot or no I had a sharpshooting playmaker, yeah. and in my career it was a sharpshooting playmaker. So I got. You mean a playmaking sharp? No, yeah. no, that's the thing. That that was the problem, because I made it shoot more than playmaking. But then when I brought it to the park, it said it was a playmaking sharp, and it gave me like different badge activations for different things. So I never earned the badges I needed for park. <laughs> Why did you just make a new build? Because I didn't like at the time I, did, I wasn't like a heavy park player, so I was just playing a ton of micro and then I brought him to the park once I got him up to like like an 88 and then if you like you know 2K19 was like yeah. harder to get to an 88 than now. So it was I was like, "Ah, fuck it. Uh, I guess I'm just going to have to live with it." All right, you, you, you get a pass, I guess. Uh, so yeah, 19 was, 19 was a great, great game. It was it was pretty trash when it was out though, because remember Pushing Tone? I don't remember if you. I don't, I don't know. If I you didn't remember. play a ton. I didn't play a ton because that was that was senior year. I just did not have a lot of time to play video games <laughs> senior year. I yeah, but for the first six months when the game was out, there was pushing in the park, which was like, only like you can push them like out of bounds. Not the person with and, the ball, but like the person running around. And nothing really happened. No, you wait. Yeah, the person, the person that was guarding the ball, can get pushed out of bounds. So the guy would just get a wide open shot. Oh really? And that happened. That was a thing for the first six months. Because initially that was only supposed to be a uh, a cages mechanism. But I guess oh, it carried over to the park. They, they coded. Yeah, they coded it wrong or something. <laughs> um, so that was kind of annoying. But after that, that game was goaded. I don't care. Okay, honestly, I'm excited to hear this one. What are you at 20? <sighs> you I know it's your most played park 2K. I know that one. That's the weird thing for me. It is the most, like, it's the most played 2K for me. But... I've played better 2Ks in my time, and... I think I give 20 a solid B+. Part of me wants to put it at an A, and the other part of me wants to put it at a B. But Honestly, I think, 20... The, I think for I the feel simple like the only fact thing... that it was the same park, and the game was just pretty dry the entire year, I'll just give it a B. But I can yeah, see why some people would give it honestly, an A. Like, 20 was, like, weird, where it's, like, you could bring any build and compete, but if you wanted to be comp, you needed, like... Yeah, you... Like, there was, like, three builds for, like, comp. But it's kind of like that every year. It is, but that's but, just what sucks about 2K. But the thing about 20, though, was... There was a... a like, everyone had... Every, everybody had a different build in that game. And, like, it was usable. So that That's was true. kind of refreshing to see compared to previous years. I think it was one of 
it felt like one of the more balanced parks. I will have to agree with that, yes. Like, Which is something that I'm actually pretty happy about Ronnie with. And from what I remember, I don't I don't really remember a lot of server problems. The only server problems that I hate is in current gen 2Ks that like parks don't like refill. Yeah, exactly. So it was like That was never a problem back in the day. Because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure in, even in current gen 21 where if you're like streaking and like the parks at a low amount of people like new people can join that park but in 20 it's like you drop off a few kids they'd all leave and the park's not getting filled up again you're just there alone and you, then you to, gotta find a new park yeah it's I like know. i don't think i want i think the longest streak i went on in 20 was like nine <laughs> and like i went on longer ones in 15 you know it wasn't even like that good you know mine was like i don't know 55 something like that the 55 stripper bandit and i was only on a, a 92 overall player so i don't know what were you on your wing the labella ball build uh i was on my my playmaker oh, okay yeah <laughs> but oh was he just on his rebounding wing who can guard centers like mm -hmm, no yeah. tomorrow for yeah, some he, reason yeah he was running the running the two that was the one because i was still trying to uh, upgrade him so that, that, <laughs> that streak definitely helped. But going back yeah, to wait, the servers so real quick, I, I just got to mention this real quick. 17 right. servers, the worst servers in any 2K, which makes it a C for the most part. Those were pretty bad Remember, servers. People would literally called it lag after dark instead of park after dark. I literally remember playing like back in the day with a few of my other friends and like we'd join a park Go on like a three game streak and at the end of it we'd all just get like connection interrupted and we'd have to join a new park terrible and it took like 20 minutes to join a park oh my god yeah the stupid loading screen where Paul you just watch little basketball screen. like <laughs> it's laces being <laughs> um all right and then where would you rank 21 current gen current gen f i hate that game it's it's not as bad as 18 i'll give it a d uh yeah i'll give it a d but it, it it's, it's the second it's down there it's the second worst 2k from current gen other uh, we never played 14 so we can't i heard 14 15 to 21 15 to 21 is the second worst i don't think there's much debate there 15 to 21 yeah 2K15 to 2K21? Yes. The time period. 2K... What? The six-year time period from 2K15 <laughs> to 2K21. 2K21 is the second worst behind 18. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying, like, all of those 2Ks were the worst. Oh, no. <laughs> um, the one thing I will say about the great 2K games that I've noticed is the ones like the great 2k games they always have good defensive mechanisms like the defensive assist in 16 was like the strongest the strongest it's ever been and it's one of the it's the best 2k on yeah because i feel like if and even like 20. a lot of people complain about like 
harsh defense or whatever, but if you have good defensive mechanisms in the game like that and like everything, it's like when you get beat, you feel like you actually got beat. You never felt like very cheesed in that game. Yeah. Like you knew that you actually got beat and you weren't just facing up against someone that did the zigzag cheese in 15 or the <laughs> or all the pretty much the zigzag cheese in 20. It was a different like version of it, but it was practically the same thing. Yeah, but like even in twenty, like the defensive assist was like pretty high, and so like that, yeah. even like yeah, so like twenty. I would, That's why I you would saw all the guards like hiding a, behind screens. <laughs> like twenty, I would even consider like a good game for like comp to play against comp. Yeah, a lot. I feel I. A lot of like the the pro players say twenty is one of their favorite. Yeah. Like a lot of the I've pro pro am teams or whatever. Yeah, I've heard of that too a lot. Their five on five mechanisms mechanisms were very good too. <laughs> That's why we played park all year. I mean, not park rec. My bad. Rec. We played a lot of rec. <laughs> Speaking of that, 20. can we get the boys on tonight, or is Vance working? <laughs> Beats me. I have no clue. Text him. See if we can hop on wreck after after this. Oh, it's my mouth. Alright. Should we talk about actual basketball? <laughs> yeah, let's stop the, the virtual bull crap and let's get to the real stuff. Because we're going on um we're already at I think 37 minutes. <laughs> mm, that may be the truth. <laughs> So, um, should the NBA have an all-star game? The players I know. definitely don't want it. I've heard that everywhere. I thought it was the other way around. No, not like LeBron, Giannis, Darren Fox all came out and they were like, yo, why are we having this all-star game? Are they still gonna do like all-star selections for like all-time stuff? Um, if they don't have it, no, they're having it, but none of the players oh. want to do it. Are they gonna like opt out? Like what? I know De'Aaron Fox said if you opt out of it, you get fined. It's like a heavy fine. So I don't probably know. like a five hundred k. Something stupid like that. But yeah, this is like Tony. This is what I wrote about. In my my article, I'm going to submit to the thing. Oh, really? If we should have an all-star game, yeah. Uh, it doesn't make sense much for the players, cause like, cause we have a 72 regular 72 game regular season this year, and that means they're playing more games in a smaller amount of time than an 82 game regular season. And so, is the regular season set to end when it normally would end? Uh, I think it's. I don't know. I think because I know they started the season almost two months late of regular schedule. I would assume no. I feel like it might be a little in later. June maybe. Playoffs might start in June. Oh okay. Oh, we're going to get summertime NBA playoffs. I'm going to be able to sit on my ass and watch all the games. Great. Can't wait. But, yeah, in, in like the article I was writing, I was like, 
it doesn't make much sense for the players to do it because a lot of them have, have expressed like they just want to spend time with their families because because initially like before this, this season started instead of having an all-star weekend they're just gonna give the players a break so they can just like a five-day break so they can spend time with their family before they finish off for the rest of the season so but that's not happening anymore And I that. I like said, that's not going to bode well I with the National Basketball Players Association because. Well, I feel like the NBPA actually like agreed upon this decision. Oh Cause really? Because I'm pretty sure it's just for it's just for the money. At the end of the day. Yeah, probably. Honestly. Because no no player wants to spend their time doing this because initially before the pandemic hit i think this year's all-star game was supposed to be in indiana but now it's going to be in atlanta and so that kind of sucks indiana's like a smaller market team and they were getting an all-star game there good ticket yeah away. yeah never i didn't even think of that yeah because <clears throat> i think the stadium gets I mean, probably not all, but I'm sure they definitely make profit off having it. Yeah, definitely. Um, or at least the city does with like parking and all, like even just the amount of people that are going to be there, going to restaurants. It, it definitely helps out cities to have an all-star game there. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. But this is this was definitely a a business decision. Because, just like all the other sports, like, the amount of money they're bringing in is, it's, it's just hurting them since, since the pandemic hit. So, I don't yeah. blame them for trying to find a way to bring in more revenue, but at the same time, is it really worth putting players' health behind profit? You know what I mean? Yeah, because... With the rise of, like, how much the NBA was rising, like, it sucks they're not making money now, but once once all the vaccines get out and people can start going back to games at 100% capacity, it's it's going to be more booming than ever. It, it, it sucks that it's, like, this one-year thing, but... Hopefully one year, at most. Experts are saying that we, with the rate that we're producing vaccines... We should be back to normal around Halloween. Really? Yeah. My grandparents just got their first dose yesterday, actually. Don't they, don't you get two shots? Yeah, you have person? to. There's one, and then it's, I think a month later, about. Oh, okay. You get a second one. And so. But us as college students, we're on the very last end, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, so once they get these shots, do they just get to walk around without a mask? Well, the weird thing is with this vaccine is most vaccines, like like, like the smallpox vaccine, like all the vaccines that we have from when we were kids, mm -hmm. like they dealt with a different part of the body. I think it's like... There's the RNA and the mRNA, and normal vaccines affect one of them, and 
this one affects the other so what this one does is instead of like for smallpox and chicken pox and all that if when our body got it it would be like oh this is what it is fight it before they show symptoms we're done your body's done with it it knows but with this yeah. one it's like all it does is limit symptoms and limit everything so like i'm not really sure so they may still have it but they won't get the symptoms like so they may still so, wear a mask so like me and you i would say me and you are both in like pretty good health like if we got it we'd probably show symptoms of like losing taste or smell maybe some fatigue so we would show no symptoms from getting the vaccine but let's say I don't know like even like i'll use my grandparents as an example like they're getting older so it's like if they got it now before the vaccine they would have like a lot of breathing problems all this all the all the big major problems with it but if they got it after the vaccine they would just have like what we would get normally mm -hmm. so it just lowers it so I'm not really sure how I feel like the feel like a lot of older people will still wear masks, but people our age I feel will drop it. Yeah, but I feel like by the time we get it, like the virus will be like dying down. The day that they say we don't need masks, <laughs> I'm throwing the biggest party in the world for seven straight days. We're gonna have a, with as many people as I possibly can. We're gonna have a Coachella at a Southern. No, we're doing it in my backyard. <laughs> Even it's a pretty big venue. I think we could get Drake. <laughs> get out of the weekend. <laughs> Make him record uh, his new album with us. <laughs> precisely. Precisely. I had a professor that always said precisely. At Roger Williams, like after everything she said, and she was like an like a Jamaican lady, so she had like an accent. <laughs> Precisely. All right. Well, I know what I want to hear your take about right now. Tell me. I'm looking through our notes of the last few podcasts, just scrolling through. Uh huh. And every single one since podcast six oh, has yeah. said. 80s basketball is better than the 90s. Uh, Don't pat me. And I want to, and I want to hear your take about this because I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think the 90s are better. Well, in the 80s, you obviously had the Bird had Showtime and Magic and Johnson Lincoln. rivalry, yep. classic. Yep. You also had the Bad Boy Pistons. Okay. Obviously, uh. A very fun team to watch. And. Moses Malone's Prime. Moses Malone's Prime. You even got a little bit of Julius Irving in there. Obviously, rookie Michael Jordan didn't do much, but a very exciting young team to watch back then. Um. Yeah. Yes, really, because I can't really I can name more 
popular, not popular, but like more special uh, teams back in the eighties. I mean, in the nineties, you had the you had the Bulls, obviously. You had the Rockets. Okay. You, you had the Suns with Chuck. I you feel had like the they're, Jazz. They're not talked about enough. They're not talked about enough. The Suns. Um, you have the Jazz with Carmelo and John Stockton. You had Shaq and Penny. Um, oh, this was great in the nineties. The back end of the Bad Boy Pistons. Tim Hardaway. I guess. <laughs> what, with Alonzo Mourning down the heat? Was a lot of Alonzo Mourning on the heat back then? I don't I know he was on the heat at some point. Because his jersey's up in the rafter, rafters. Um, oh, yeah, you had the Hornets. The Horn- yeah, he was, on, he was on the Hornets back then. Alonzo Mourning. Uh, when was he on the heat? He was on the Heat after the Hornets. I oh, later in his career? Yeah. So you had them. Um, I think the Nuggets were decent. Was I think they had, they had Matumbo. And they had... Uh, yeah, I feel remember. like the 90s were a big... Um, big era of teams that weren't really established finding success. Because, like, the Magic made a mm. finals appearance with Shaq. They, I, I think they were a newer team at the time. Yeah. Like, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the Jazz, who didn't really do much before that. You had the Suns, who didn't really do much before that. You had the Bulls, who literally didn't do anything before that. Yeah, but there, I think the main reason I take the 80s of the 90s is just because... There was just more physicality. There's just more fights going on. It's <laughs> kind of more of a more exciting time, in my opinion. Yeah. Did you see what KG said? Uh, about like the guards back then playing. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't I know like, if I agree with because. I, I feel like I I agree with him to an extent, but like you can say that about any era, anytime. It's like, could this player play in that era? Well. Maybe not with his play style that he has, but I'm sure they could adapt. Like, they were that good at basketball, they can adapt to what's around them. That's true. But, at least as far as the 90s go, I can't really name, like, an all-time great point guard from the 90s. Oh, now I'm gonna think. Because the only one that comes to mind right now is Penny Hardaway. And even him, he's not like a top ten. My Muggsy Boogs. Oh right. <laughs> Wait. Spunk I'm gonna look up top ten point guards of the nineties. Okay, so there's only like two names that <laughs> stick around. Wow. You got John Stockton. Oh yeah, John Stockton. And Gary Payton. That's literally it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, three through eight, that's all it's showing real quick. Kevin Johnson, I remember hearing things about him. I did, he's not like an all-time great. Tim Hardaway, also really good. But uh, Rod Strickland, Terry Porter, Mookie Blaylock, and Mark Jackson. 
The only person I've heard of that <laughs> is Mark Jackson. I've never heard of the other three. So... That kind of goes to show. Yeah. That KG kind of has a, a point. To some extent, as you said. Uh... I mean, I'm looking up the of the 2000s and... There's only like four, eh, five, like five there's, names. There's more than the 90s. Yeah, wait, I'm going to look up the 2010s because this list is just, the point guard is just ranking top 10 point guards of the 2010s. Uh, um, can we get to 10? I don't want to start at 14. I, why? We got Derek Rose at number 10. Okay. Tony Parker. Kyle Lowry, okay. Kemba Walker, John Wall, Dame, Kyrie, Westbrook, Chris Paul, Curry. That list is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, compared to every other decade. Yeah, guards kind of took over in the 2010s. Yeah, that was like, yeah. That was like the turning point of like... Not really the turning point. But I feel like it kind of went from like it went from centers like back way back to like forwards, shooting guard forwards, like the nineties, two thousands, and now a point guard can just do everything. Yeah, other than the LeBron teams, I feel like most teams that. I say something. <laughs> Never mind. When was the last time a team won when their best player was a point guard? When their best player was a point guard? Curry? Out. Yeah, because he should have won in 2015. That's stupid. But, um, well, yeah. point guards to win finals MVP. Because I can't think of one off the top of my head. The seven point guard. There's only seven point guards that have won it. Jerry West. He won it in the year he lost. Um, really? I thought that yeah. never happened. Before. No, Jerry West is the only one. Oh, yeah, wow. Jerry West won the NBA uh, Finals MVP while losing the finals. This only to happen once. Some people consider Jerry West a shooting guard, but I consider him point guard. Um, hmm. Yeah, he he pulled like a, a twenty. What year was that? The LeBron like led in every single stat was that 2015 <sighs> I have no clue it was one of the years he was on the cast uh, uh, number two Jojo White I've heard the name that's about it <laughs> oh uh, Dennis Johnson won for Showtime one of the years oh really yeah uh, Magic Johnson he won it three times um, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, I think he only won one of them. I don't know who won the other one. With the bad boys. Uh, Chauncey Billups is. The, oh, and Tony Parker. Tony Parker's the last one to do it in 20, 2007. Which is weird. So, kind of rare. <laughs> yeah, considering there's only been only seven, seven to do it. Some of them did it multiple times. Yeah, wait. 
Wait, it, he won two championships and and is the fifth point guard to win finals. Of, it doesn't say he won both, so I want to find out who else won it for the Pistons those two years. It's probably Joe That's what I was thinking, but like I can't picture him um, being a finals MVP for some reason. Uh, oh, it was Joe Dumars. Yeah. In their first season, winning. Have you ever watched the documentary on the Bad Boy Pistons? Like a while ago it came out? I Yeah, I did. I did. Great documentary. Wait, Chauncey Billups isn't in the Hall of Fame yet? Really? He didn't retire too long ago. So, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It, it's kind of weird. I'm, I'm looking at this list. Every single one of them... Do you think Andre Iguodala is Hall of Famer? Uh, I feel like he won't get in like first year. Say, I don't want to say so now. But it's funny looking at the list. It's just like, you know how Wikipedia does the thing where it's like in yellow for in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. There's just this up until 2004 when Chauncey Billups isn't in yet. I, which I think he, I think he will be. He will be at some point. I so think. then, it's just like this huge list of just all yellow names, and then just Cedric Maxwell for 1981. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, Cedric Maxwell. Did you hear that Jeremy Lin's making a comeback to the NBA? Didn't he get... I think I heard something about that. I have no idea where he's signing, though. I'm pretty sure he signed with the Warriors again. That's or what Curry, I saw, yeah, yeah. Too. I mean, well, it was nice to see him win a ring, even though he had, like, three minutes the entire series. <laughs> I mean, he's the first Asian to win a ring. That's something he could be proud of. <sighs> yeah, he. I saw like a, an interview with him, and he, he was like questioning if he should come back to the NBA because he spent two years in China. And honestly, I think he should stay in China. He could have stayed in China because he he's just, he's accomplished a lot for an Asian American basketball player. This far in his I feel like he just should because he's gonna come right a bench somewhere. Like he can, he can play. Be I I think he's Chinese. I don't want to be racist. Yeah, he is. He, he's from China, right? Yeah. I feel like playing in the China or, league would be good for him. Did he grow up in China? No, he's he's born in Cali. Oh. But awkward. The. Like the biggest concern he said for like scouts is his health. So that's something he can work on. I mean, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> to an extent. I mean, I I know he had a lot of ankle injuries. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Since we're on the topic of injuries, and I kind of want to talk about this in a little bit, but let's talk about Derrick Rose. 
getting traded like back to the Knicks. To the Knicks. You like it? I do. He's back with his old friend uh, Tom Thibodeau and Taj Gibson. Don't don't forget that. Whenever I say um, Thibodeau, I, I don't know why. The first thing that pops in my head every single time is I'm Dale Dimmadome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> every single time. That was from Phineas and Ferb, right? Try again. Please try again. Oh, no. That's embarrassing. Oh, no. <laughs> That's really embarrassing. Dugs, Dale. Oh, it's a cartoon. Right. Yeah, and there were some flying people. Um. Oh, Timmy Turner. Fairly odd parents, but I'll, I'll accept that. It's the same. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the trade that went down was Pistons get Dennis Smith and a second round pick this year. That's a, honestly, this is a great trade for the Knicks. Lose a pick. Screw it. Dennis Smith was, like, not playing for you, so. That is you true. You trade someone you weren't playing in general, so pretty much. You got Derrick Rose for a second-round pick. My biggest concern, though, with this trade for the Knicks is, like, I don't know how they're going to incorporate Derrick Rose's minutes with the young guys. Because Emmanuel yeah, Clifford is, a lot is of playing great. Emmanuel yeah, Clifford is playing amazing this, so far how, this season. Uh, what position is Obi Toppin? I always forget. Power forward. He's a big guy. Uh, the Knicks have some promise. I'll, I'll give it to him. The Knicks have some problems. Maybe I'll actually... I've actually been watching a decent amount of games from them this season. Maybe I'll actually actually say I'm a fan of them to people. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I really don't want them to put a lot of minutes for D-Rose. Because Emmanuel quickly has been playing amazing. I think right now they're planning on him being six men. Yeah, he's, he. Uh, yesterday was their first game, um, and he, he came off the bench, and he did pretty well. I'm not gonna lie. So, honestly, I feel like they should just keep him as like a the, the veteran leader on the team. Just help out the young yeah, guys. It, they have a the young guys. starting point guard is still Alfred Payton, right? I think they're starting Emmanuel quickly. I could be wrong. They should. He's he's good. Alfred Payton. And Julius Randle's still not that old, right? You said Alfred Payton's good? No. Who'd you say is good? I said he was starting. Who? Yeah, but then you Alfred yeah Payton. Yeah, but then you said he's good. Oh 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 I said quickly. Oh. After you said quickly, I said oh yeah, he's oh. good. Um they yeah, got they a are, decent core they there are, going. They are still starting Alfred Payton, which I don't get. Because Emmanuel Quickly is obviously the better player at right now. What pick did the Knicks have in the draft last year? Did they drop to like seven? Six. Six or seven, I think. Who did they go with that? Was that? Emmanuel Quickly. Yeah. Oh, no, they won. No, they won Obi Toppin. Oh, Obi Toppin. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly. How many times was... did the Knicks get fucked over in the lottery? Like, Jesus Christ. Emmanuel Quickly was the 25th pick. Wow. It's kind of a steal. Yeah. His floater game? Oh my. 
He's the king of floaters. Um. Honestly, they should have given up uh, Frank Nilakina. New York. Yeah, fuck that guy. They like get the they, francophone out of there. Like they literally like, don't play in this year, and he yeah. was one of their top picks a couple years ago. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they picked him over Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Nick fans, it was a bad time back then, but things things looking way brighter. I mean, two years ago we were like, okay, there's no way we don't get a top two pick. We can either get Zion or Ja. We fall to three. Last year we were like, I feel we're like definitely gonna get a top top three pick, so we can either get Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, or Lamelo Ball, and we drop to six. I've, I've always been skeptical the past couple years about the lottery because I think you've definitely seen this on YouTube. The I forget what year it was, but they were doing like the lottery and like the dude like swiped his hand a certain way. So we did. Oh yeah, pick. so like the envelope got dented, so the Knicks would get yeah. patched feeling. Yeah, that's what. It, yeah, that was the maybe one. that's what um Adam like, Silver's doing. He's getting revenge for what um. Why can't I? I can never remember this guy's name. Adam Silver. No, the other dude. David Stern. Yeah, that guy. What David Stern did, he's getting back at the Knicks for it. <laughs> Wasn't there something like the Cavs only had like a 7% chance of getting the first pick when they picked LeBron? Did they? Or is that someone else? They had the first Maybe pick. Maybe that was Derrick Rose. I think that was Derrick Rose. Hmm. I know I was... someone that was like a t- like the first pick in the draft and like they knew they were going to be the first pick in the draft. Um, John Wall? Like, I don't know. Kyrie? Well, no, because they were from their hometown. So I'm trying to think other first overall picks that ended up playing their hometown. I think it's just... The only ones I could think of are LeBron and Derrick Rose. So I think that stat's coming from one of their... One of those. I did some more looking into uh, Derrick Rose's injuries. Because, you know, obviously in 2012, Torres ACL. Do you know what he was on, though? Just quiz me real quick. Left. You're correct. Yep, I and watched then, the video. I watched some videos. And then yeah, in 2014, he tore his meniscus against the Blazers. Do you know what like that was on? I'm going to guess right. You are correct again. <laughs> so both of the knee, his kneecaps folded. I know one thing I saw the other day that, like, I completely forgot about. Hmm. It was like, we all give Derrick Rose sympathy for tearing his ACL and making a comeback, but no one talks about how Russell Westbrook tore his meniscus and had three knee surgeries. This was 2015, right? When he had his knee surgeries? Yeah. I think so. I think that was the year Durant was by himself. Yeah, that was the year you won the MVP. So that was 2014. Yeah, 2014 then, yeah. But I mean, hmm. I don't know. It's all genetics. Russell Westbrook comes back from injury very fast. 
it's pretty impressive. I mean, have you seen the injuries that he's came back from really fast? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I think he's the most. He'll go down and like, like he'll literally like have like these severe problems, and he'll be back in like three days. I mean, it, I don't think it's crazy to say that he's the most athletic point guard of all time. No, that's not crazy to say. It's between him and Derrick Rose, and uh, I'll take Westbrook on athleticism, honestly. Maybe Derrick Rose could jump a little higher, but I think Westbrook's faster. Mm, right now, yes. Prime yeah, he Rose? was, anyway. I don't know. But prime Russell Westbrook, like five, six years ago, speed... 2011 D Rose. Mm. Stop. It, it them two. It's close. At the top. It's close. It's close. Yeah, it's them two at the top, and no one else for a while, <laughs> other than maybe John Wall. Dear and Fox. Before the injuries. And uh, I forgot about that guy because he's playing on the Kings. Oh, the Queens. My bad. Uh. <laughs> as as Shaq and Kobe would say. I watched their interview again the other day. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that they talked yeah yeah it, it was funny because like kobe like they were bringing up like the 2001 king series mm -hmm. and he was like i think my favorite moment it was 2001 we were playing against the queens and uh and like neither <laughs> of them laughed like like that's just what they call them like <laughs> it was funny it was like so normal for them to say that and like you could hear like the producers laughing and like they didn't even like crack a smile because that's just what they say <laughs> yeah, maybe I should go walk, go back and watch that. Uh, all right, uh, should we wrap it up? We're in, I think we're on hour ten right now. Maybe our longest mm -hmm. podcast by long shot. I wouldn't say a long shot. Pretty long. I think normally we sit around That's an hour, five, or not even an hour, right? Yeah, usually around like fifty something minutes. Um. Let's wrap it up with, with one last topic, all right? All right. Let's talk about the Mavericks not playing the national anthem. Really tough situation for me to speak on. What's like even the reason behind it? Mark Cuban came out today and said that the reasoning that he's doing it is because um, not for... Not for that the team doesn't have love for the country, but they're going to not play it until that the problems that they find unjust are fixed. And he just respects the players. Hmm. But one thing that I one think, thing that I'm I gonna say about it is like, wait, what? They're talking. I, I saw something like he wanted to appreciate like their international players more or something. Like that. Oh, I didn't see that. But one thing I'm going to say is <laughs> that they want the injustice to stop. And they can fight for that. And I feel like part of the reason that we have this, the national anthem and why so many people love it so much is that because they have the ability as normal civilians to be able to fight back against it. <laughs> and like, that's what I've always looked at the national anthem as is like, a symbol of the freedom to be able to fight for what you believe in and that's exactly what they're doing so it's tough for me but if that's what they want to do that's what yeah. they want to do but i've 
also like heard different things like we don't go to the NBA we don't watch NBA games because for the national anthem we watch for the game yeah I saw some I it was saying like yeah we should play it like Super Bowl and finals games and like World Series NBA finals Stanley Cup but like regular season games do it like do we really need to do it every single game like no yeah but it's kind of I don't know it's it's tradition so I don't know but yeah with everything going on in the world right now I think now would be the perfect time to do something like this to create a change that's true but I don't know if you saw, but earlier today, the, the NBA came out and said that every team must play the national anthem. Well, I, I don't think Mark Cuban cares. Uh, uh, I don't think he's ever cared. He will pay whatever fine. I think. With NBA teams now in the process of welcoming fans back into their arenas, all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with longstanding league policy. Did you see that thing the other day? <laughs> it was it like went viral on TikTok, and it was like, "Tell me you're rich, without telling me you're rich." And <laughs> yeah, it was like, like it was like a reporter was like, "Hey, Mark, um, I heard uh, the F word slip out of you earlier, and that, from what I've heard, they're fining you fifteen thousand. He was like fifteen thousand. So if I say it again, am I going to get fined another fifteen thousand? And then she was like, "Like, do you really want to double that down?" And he just looks at the camera, looks at the mic, looks at her. And, Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she said it. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta look that up. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, the life of millionaire. Billionaire. Quadrillionaire. <laughs> oh man, we're seventy-three minutes in. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's wrap it up. Alright guys, as Tone said before, we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, episode 9, complete. Put it in the books. Put it on the board. Um, yeah. Peace. Hope you guys enjoyed watching. If you want to hit us up on our socials, of course. Oh my god, please As stop. always. Please stop. As always. I'm going to the bathroom. Do this yourself. Alright. As always, Twitter at Kobe underscore talk. Kobe, I mean, <laughs> Twitter at Kobe underscore talk. IG at Kobe dot talk. Want to hit me up on my socials? Twitter at Johnny2K, IG at Johnny2K, my YouTube, Johnny2K, my Twitch. Strictly Johnny, y'all. Hope you all enjoyed listening to this one. It was a pretty fun one today, man. So. Catch y'all in the next one, y'all. Peace.